Somebody come to receive today. Receive the word. Amen. Praise the Lord. What a day. What a week. Praise God. Got some things for you today that I'm excited about. We're going to go uh, back to the book of Matthew today. Back to Matthew chapter 7. Woo! Well, praise the Lord. I'm excited. God's going to do something supernatural today. All right, now I just want to know, you got an ear to hear today? Okay, so um, we're going uh, to look at a common text, but, um, but we're not going to look at it in a common way. How's that? All right. So uh, verse, chapter 7 of Matthew, verse 7, and uh, let's read down through here a little bit, and we'll come back up. Verse 7 says this, ask, and it'll be given to you, right? Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it'll be opened to you, right? For everyone, look at your neighbor and say, that means you. Everyone who asks, receives, right? And the implication is everyone who seeks, finds. And everyone who knocks, it'll be opened for them, right? Or what man is there among you who, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? In other words, you, you know, we, we wouldn't do that. Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent? Now, this is the New King James. Verse 11, if you then being evil, and that word evil doesn't just mean like some wicked individual or some heathen, but just means one, uh, one with flaw, okay, one that's you know, makes mistakes or has made mistakes, okay? In other words, it's referring to somebody that's not perfect. Not, ain't none of us perfect, right? Not yet. We're moving toward it. Praise God. Amen. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, in other words, if you know how to, you know, you know, you got it in your heart to be a blessing to your family, right? Right? Now, I know that in today's world, maybe not everybody, not every father maybe or every mother maybe thinks that way, but I think most do. Most of if they could do anything for their children, they would. If they could bless them in any way, shape, or form, they would. Amen, if they could, right? How much more will your Father who is in heaven give, uh, give good things to those who ask Him? So the implication is uh, God's not holding back from anybody. That's the implication, all right? So God's not holding back, all right? So let's go back up here and look at this text. Actually, to be honest, this whole text is kind of all connected all this uh, through this whole chapter, uh, but we're going to look at this. It says, ask and it'll be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it'll be opened to you for everyone, right, who asks receives and he who seeks finds and to him who knocks it will be opened. Praise God. Look at your neighbor and say, I'll receive that. Hallelujah. Now, uh, real quick, first and foremost, um, uh, what you have being said here in verses 7 and 8 here really is cause and effect. Okay? Everybody say cause and effect. Uh, go ahead and touch on this for just a minute. Cause and effect. Now, um, you know, we've heard that phrase, uh, but the word cause means that which produces an effect, an action or, uh, you know, so a cause is like an action, a decision, a choice, so, but it produces an effect. Now, the word effect is defined as that which is produced by a cause, Right? All right. In other words, an effect is like a result, uh, an outcome, a consequence, an achievement or something. Uh, so basically cause and effect. 
you ask, you receive. You seek, you find, you knock, the doors open. Praise God. Cause and effect. Now, cause and effect uh, is, uh, you know, you see it all through the Word of God. Uh, the scriptures are pretty clear. You know, if you want God to move towards you, the word says if you draw near to God, right, draw near to Him, He draws near to you, right? That's cause and effect. I said that's cause and effect. Uh, you know, I, I, I wish that people would give to me. Well, then uh, the cause and effect says, amen, if you give, it comes back to you, pressed down, shaken together, running over, amen. Come on, shall men give unto you, right? Everybody say cause and effect. All right. If uh, if you want mercy, uh, uh, Luke six brings out you got to sow. That wasn't difficult. Let's try that one more time. If you want mercy, you sow. Mercy. If you want forgiveness, you sow. Forgiveness. See, sowing and reaping is cause and effect. All right. Now, if um, cause and effect, um, if you have a desire or an effect that you would like to manifest on your behalf, then the, or pardon me, the effect desired determines the cause required. Did you get that? So the, uh, the effect that you want, in other words, the effect that you're desiring to see in your life, whatever it is, whatever you want to see manifest in your life, the effect desired determines something. It determines, amen, the cause required. In other words, if you want something manifesting in your life, you know, that's why, you know, it talks about doing unto others as you would have them do unto you. Why is that? Well, you know, if that's what you want people to have people to treat you, then you got to be willing to treat them that way. You know, if you're going to be judgmental, guess what? That judgment will come back and slap you in the face like a big dog. Anybody know what I'm talking about? If you're going to be critical, guess what? That criticism comes back at you. All right? If you're going to be, uh, you know, uh, if you're going to be somebody that's uh, generous, guess what? Generosity comes back towards you. Just the facts, all right? Sowing and reaping, amen. All of it is cause and effect. Everybody say cause and effect. Hallelujah. Now, several things before we get into what we got to do here. Don't assume that the effects will just happen you gotta be, you got to determine the cause, right? You know, a lot of times we have certain things we want to see happen. Remember, you've got to do something. you gotta, you got you to cause an effect, all right? Amen. Now, don't be quick to blame wrong effects on others or on God. Now, I'm just throwing that out there, okay? So cause and effect, all right? So if you want certain things to manifest on your behalf, then you're going to have to be willing to do what's necessary to cause that to happen. That's it. Pretty simple. Pretty simple. All right, so let's go back and look at this. Ask and it'll be re you'll receive. Seek and you'll find. Knock and it'll be opened. Somebody says, well, I, I asked one time, and I, and I was seeking one time, and I even remember knocking one time, and I didn't see nothing. Well, it could be that maybe we're not really sure what ask, seek, and knock mean. Right? Could be. Because everyone, verse 8 says everyone, everybody say everyone. everyone. Everyone who asks, what? Receives. Everyone who seeks, fine. And everyone who knocks, it'll be open. See, that's a promise. So if we ask, come on, we receive. 
So if we're not receiving, maybe we're not asking. Or maybe we don't understand what it means. That could be, right? Um, if, if, we're, if we're not finding, maybe we're not seeking. You know, maybe we just assume we're seeking. Could be, right? Could be. Now look at your neighbor and say, have an ear to hear now. Okay, now hang on. All right. There's no condemnation. There's just sometimes we're going along here in life and, and we're trying to live this Christian life and, and part of these principles, you know, we want to see manifest on our behalf and, and sometimes we just, we just don't understand what it means. Because, I mean, you know, if, if, if we knock, things should start opening up. But maybe things ain't opening up. Well, maybe we're not really knocking. Because everyone who asks receives. Everyone who seeks finds. Everyone who knocks, things will be open to them. Look at your neighbor and say, as far as I know, you're in everyone. All right. See, I'm a part of that everyone. You're a part of that everyone. So, so that means cause and effect. If we are a part of that group and we're asking, seeking, and knocking, then things should be receiving, finding, and opening. Right? Okay, so let's take a look at this. You okay with that today? All right. So cause and effect, praise God. So ask, okay. Alteo, okay, is the word A-I-T-E-O. I might have mispronounced it a little bit, but that's the Greek word for it. Of course, it means to ask or call for, desire, crave, require. These are some of the synonyms for this word, but it refers to a confident request, a petitioning, all right? But so here it is. Ask means to ask with intent to receive. So not everybody's intending to receive. Some people are asking still with a question mark. That make sense? See, sometimes we're not confident in what we're asking. We just, we just said something and we're hoping maybe God for some odd reason is somehow going to, you know, and, but we're, we're not confident in anything. We're not really assured that God's going to do it. We're not settled on the inside that it's really ours. So when we ask, we got this big giant question mark, Lord, if it's be your will thing, come on. Let me say, well, isn't that accurate? Well, what's his will? Let me say, well, nobody knows the will of God. No, that's not true. The word says, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Amen. The word also says you should be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, which means the will of God's available to you. So where is the will of God? In the word. This is his will. So if we will find... His will concerning whatever it is we're asking, amen. Okay, I'm getting a little ahead of myself, so let's look at some verses here, all right? You still with me? Everybody say, ask with intent to receive. All right, here we go. Verse, chapter, uh, John, John 16. Let's do this. Let's just run through a few verses, Kathy. All right, John 16, verse 24, please. It says, until now you've asked nothing in my name. Ask, and you will receive that your joy may be full. That's a good thing, right? That's Jesus talking. Until now, you've asked nothing in my name. Amen. Ask, and you will receive that your joy may be full. Hmm, that's good. Now, I remember um, 
John, or pardon me, James 4 um, uh, says that uh, we have not because we ask not. That's one of the verses in there. And, uh, you know, it could be we just didn't ask. I mean, some people, you know, maybe assume they asked and didn't ask. Could be. Uh, sometimes we talk about things, um, you know, about what you're believing for or what you, you may even say what I'm praying for, but really you haven't prayed. I know it's nobody in here. You people wouldn't do this, but maybe somebody listening or watching by internet right now. But a lot of times we talk about what we're praying about and we're not praying. We just talk about praying. And a lot of times we talk about what we're believing for, even though we're not believing. No condemnation. I'm just, I just, it's just sometimes you have to be aware. See, it could be, see, until now you've asked nothing in my name. Ask and uh, then you will receive that your joy. Maybe you, you might not have really asked yet. You maybe really didn't ask yet. But, 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 but now that you know, you say, well, bless God, I'm going to start asking. Okay, I could be part of it, right? All right, uh, Kathy, give me another uh, verse there in John. Let's see, John, is it John 14? John, let's go to John 14. Let's do that one. Did I give you one in 14? I thought I did. Let's do, uh, didn't I give you John 14 or not? John 14, verse 12. Put that up there, if you will. Let's do that. If not, I'll turn to it. John 14. If I didn't put that on the list, I apologize. John 14 and 12. Jesus said this, most assuredly I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these he will do, because what? I go to my Father. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything, verse 14, if you ask anything in my name, I will do. That's a good promise, isn't it? So it could be, maybe, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm not asking in his name, you know. Maybe that's it. Maybe it. Maybe I. Maybe I'm just. Maybe I'm just boohooing. You know what I mean by boohooing? Sometimes we're we're begging God for something, but we're not really. We don't know. You know what I mean? We're just. You know, we're just. We just. We act like we're a victim or some kind of thing, and and uh, maybe we're not sure of who we are in Christ, or not sure of who He is, or what He'll do. So maybe we're not really. Maybe maybe that's a problem. It could be. It could be that. Um, put now, let's, let's go to that uh, John 15. Let's go ahead and put that one up now. All right, thank you, Kathy. Give Kathy a hand clap. What a blessing. Yeah. Hallelujah. Now, here he says here, okay, there, see, there could be reasons. I said there could be reasons. Because everybody who asks receives. Well, I didn't receive. Well, then maybe you didn't ask. Well, I, I thought I did. Well, let's get it settled then. Right? Right? Look at your neighbor. Say no condemnation. We're not here to beat up on nobody. It's just, it just could be the fact that maybe we didn't. Okay? Maybe we weren't praying in the name of the Lord. Maybe we were just assuming something. Maybe we were just assuming that God should do this for me. Here he says, if you abide in me or remain, continue Amen. Reside in me and my words. Come on. Everybody say his words. Abide in you. Remain in you. Continue in you. You will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. In this case, it says 
how this happens is you got to get the word in you. Now, the reason for that is what I mentioned earlier is where do we know the will of God? Right here in his word. So that's why you got to get the word in us. So that when you do ask, you ask with confidence. Everyone who asks receives. So if we're not receiving, then we're probably not asking. I'm not trying to go too deep. Am I? <laughs> it ain't deep, is it? It's that simple. If, if I'm not receiving, then maybe something's not where it needs to be or, or, or gelling or connected. Maybe I'm really not doing. Maybe, maybe something, you know, maybe I'm just not, I'm not connected, amen, to his word. Now, nowadays, we have no excuses. Now, we, we got some folks that maybe just recently came to Christ, and, and I get that. We, you know, but you just come hang out with us that have been around in a while. We'll help you through it. I'm all right. We'll show you a promise or two. I found the young babes get a hold of it quicker than the rest of us because they just they don't know any better than just say, okay, sure, I'll receive that. Thank you very much. Amen. And they get it. You know, testified uh, uh, Wednesday night for my Wednesday night crowd, just act like you didn't hear this. Anyway, I testified on Wednesday night about a, a gal in, in, in one of the restaurants in town here, and uh, we'd been kind of working with her a little bit, and I know they had another couple or two in the church that were talking to her and stuff, and, and she just, you know, she's, you know, been, hadn't been raised in all this, and she just knew in her heart, she was believing God, she had gout, uh, uh, open wounds from her knees on down, and been there for some time, and we've been talking to her about, what you know, God healing her, and and God delivering her, and just and we prayed with her right there in a the restaurant once, and uh, not too long back, and and uh, so the other day she was um, talking uh, to the Lord, laying in her bed, just you know she's kind of feeling a little sad because she said that uh, you know this is hurting, and she knows that she's got to get something done, and 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 she thought maybe she was going to have to you know go uh, you know have some ex- you know extensive work done on her legs and stuff, and and uh, so she just said, Lord. Your word says that if you have a mustard seed of faith, that we could receive something. And she said, even said that she says, she said, I don't even think I have a full mustard seed. She told me, this is what she said to the Lord. She says, but I have a piece of a mustard seed. And she said all she could remember was the story of the woman who reached out and she said, touched his robe, is what she said. Okay. So his garment, but she said robe, is what she said. And so she said, as laying there, she reached up her hand, and she said, I know I can't do this physically, but she said, I can do it spiritual, she said. So by faith is how we would word it. Amen. By faith, she reached up, and then she fell asleep. She said, she don't remember anything more. She just remember reaching up like she was going to touch the hem of his garment, and then she fell asleep. She wakes up the next morning. Praise the Lord. She doesn't feel any pain. And so her husband, you know, is over getting ready to go to work, and he gets done, leaves, and so she gets up to, you know, just get started with her day. And so she went to take all of her bandages off her legs, and when she did, she had fresh, brand-new skin. She didn't need no hard, big, deep lecture on how to get healed. 
She just believed what God said because it was the will of God that she be healed. And so she received it and received a breakthrough, a miracle, praise God, phenomenal miracle. Come on, somebody. And she had to testify when we went into the restaurant the other day. Hallelujah. It was exciting. Amen. She cried while she told me. She, she was so thrilled about it. Praise the Lord. Now, go to 1 John. Let's put that up there. Verse 14 and 15 says this. Now, this is the confidence that we have in Him that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. Everybody say confidence. Okay, so we have confidence. We know that we're asking something. Now, this is, this is all key. Okay, if we're asking something according to His will, you're going to have confidence that He hears you. Now, if you have confidence that He hears you, verse 15 says, and if we know that He hears us, Whatever we ask, same word, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of Him. So obviously, confidence has to be a part of that. Well, how do you get confident? Well, the, the word says that you know then His will. So it pays that whatever you're asking to find the will of God about it. Now listen, I'm not trying to... I, this is just simple stuff. We nowadays have got so many self-help books, so much help on the internet, help. We can pull up our phone and find a promise of God with our phone. Because there's so much out there available that if you need healing, you need financial breakthrough, you need help at home, help with your marriage, help with your kids, there is a promise in the Word of God. Somewhere in that Word, there is a promise in there for you that is the will of God for you. And all you got to do is find the will of God, praise God, and be confident that that promise is for me. And when you ask... With confidence, you will receive. Because everyone who asks, receives. So if we're not receiving, it's going to be one of these things. Again, no condemnation. If you struggle with confidence about it, then go grab that verse, grab that promise, or several, whatever it is you're still, and begin to get it stirring in you so you become confident that you can ask, here we go, with intent to receive. If we're not asking with the intent to receive, knowing that it's ours, you're probably not going to see it because you're going to doubt, you're going to be up and down, you're going to waver. Come on, somebody. All it takes is a little pressure and the next thing you know, you're talking about how it won't happen or you can't get it or it's not happening or all that stuff. When all along, everyone who asks receives. You think Jesus was lying? Maybe it was just a poetic thing, Jesus. He had this kind of a, you know, thing. He said, you know, I think I'll kind of do a little rhyme thing. Ask and you shall receive. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall open. Everyone who asks, receive. Everyone who seeks, find. Every no, I don't think Jesus was doing that. Yeah, everybody say, praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen, brother. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> no, Jesus meant what he said. 
So if we're not receiving, there's a good chance we're not really asking or maybe not really understanding what it means. Yeah, we're not confident. All right. So uh, how about another? Just do one more. We'll just, okay, verse uh, 24 of Mark 11. Mark 11, 24. Amen. It says this. Amen. That therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, here we go, believe that you receive them and what will happen? So if you believe that you receive it, then you have it. In other words, you're confident, come on, that you're going to receive it. So if we're not confident, then let's get confident. You know, it might only take you a day. It might only take you an hour. Get that thing, start meditating it, start declaring it, start speaking it, praise God, and pretty soon that word, why? Because you're abiding in Him, and His word now is abiding in you, praise God. You're becoming more confident because you're, you're assured and confident, praise God, that, the, that His will, praise God, is to have this for your life, that this should be happening for you, praise God, and all of a sudden things start rolling and clicking. Or it could take a week. But wouldn't it be worth it? I said, wouldn't it be worth it? What if it took a month? Would it be worth it? Our sister over here at the restaurant, she, doesn't, she, she thinks it's worth it. She didn't care now how long it took. She didn't matter to her now that it took several months. All she can think about now is that she's got something to, she's got a notch on the belt, praise God, so to speak, because she's got a victory because now her legs are whole and well. She'll just say, thank you very much. She'll just, she's received it, praise God. All right. So everybody say, everyone. Everyone who asks shall receive. Okay, now what else here? What's the next one? Everyone who seeks. Okay, seek. So everybody say, seek. Hmm, so what does that mean? Well, you know, because it might be that maybe, you know, maybe we're not really seeking. Well, um, you know, that could be. Um, I remember, you know, many times with my, my kids, telling my kids, um, you know, uh, to go look for something. They, they come and tell me, I can't find something. And I say, go back up in your room. It's in your room. Go find it. Well, I can't find it. And I, uh, I will tell them, I say, listen, if I come up there and find it, you're in trouble. I, uh, I can't find it. Now, I'm telling you, it's in your room. I can't find it. Okay? So you're not really looking. You're not really seeking. Come on, somebody. Now, since then, they've grown up. Amen. Now, Trudy did have something the other day, though, she couldn't find. No, she wasn't in trouble. She was looking for those, bl those knives, those blades for the deal. Yes, I couldn't find She was going all through the kitchen. I said, it's got to be in the kitchen. Can't find it. I think she threw it away. No. <laughs> no. They were in there. Amen. But she went through this drawer and that drawer and this drawer. And she said, I don't know. Well, maybe I took them to the church and I forgot to bring them back. Or maybe I borrowed them out, trying to go through her head, all that stuff. And she couldn't remember. And so I thought to myself, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I bet you they got to be in there. Right? I mean, I mean, where else would you put them? Yeah. So um, 
I thought, you know, they got to be in there. So I opened up the drawer, and I'm thinking to myself, it's got to be in this drawer. In fact, I kind of felt in my heart it was, it was in this drawer. Yeah, well, you know, that's, that's what I do. Better watch it. I'm going to get myself in trouble. Amen. So I'm, I'm looking through the drawer, and I'm thinking, it's got to be in here. See, just looking at it, you couldn't find it. And then it was like there's this compartment that we have all this, like all our measuring cups, that kind of thing in there, right? And I slid it over, and sure enough, those blades had gotten somehow put on there and put on the, out, on the outside, and they were hiding up underneath the, that compartment there. They were there. So I had to seek. Listen, seek with intent to find. Okay? So, a lot of times we give up. Hello? Now, listen, this is, this is, this is good, okay? This is good. Okay? Zetio is a Greek word, and Z E T E O, okay? Zetio, okay? It means it uses things like worship. It's one of the, one of the uh, ways of seeking. Is Worship, so you're seeking God, we're in worship mode, right, to endeavor, to inquire, uh, or get this now, it also means yielding. Now, when you look it up in a lexicon, okay, you get a little bit, you know, beyond the, maybe the concordance, now you're in a lexicon, and it brings out inward movement to align oneself, to, to seek God, come on, to seek in order to find means an inward movement to align oneself. Everybody say yielding. Because it's, it's key here. So if I'm going to seek with an intent to find, means I also have to yield, because that's a part of seeking. I have to yield so that I can align myself. When I was a freshman, this girl walked in the door. Uh, it took me to a line. It took me a while, but I was on it. So I went to seek mode. I did. I was on seek mode. Took her a while to get with it. She still does. No, no. So I'm, I'm aligning myself. Does she like this? No. Does she like this? No. How about this? No. How about this? No. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's what I was. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's 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 seek mode. So I mean, you got to align yourself. So if you're if you're trying to find something, and come on now. And we have to go in seek mode. True seek mode is aligning oneself to find. So if I'm going into seek mode, then I've positioned myself in a place of yielding to Him so He can align me. See, a lot of people, what they do is they, they do like maybe my, my, my kids did when they were young, okay? I don't see it. I, I can't find it. Look under the chair. I don't see it. 
Look under the bed. I don't see it. So dad shows up. Chair gets flipped upside down. Bed gets dumped upside down. What? What? Because I'm in seek mode. I'm not in peak mode. Right? See, a lot of Christians, they just, I don't see it. Right? Come on now. Come on. Look at your neighbor and say, no condemnation. Come on. We're not, I know it sounds like I'm being a little, I'm kind of picking on you, but come on now. You just act like you just, it doesn't apply to you because you're all seekers. All right, anyway, so we're in seek mode, right? So we don't just, just kind of nonchalant look over it. We're in a place where we position ourselves to receive. Because everyone who seeks finds, huh? Everyone who asks receives. Everyone who seeks finds. So if I'm not finding there's probably a good chance I'm not seeking. I might just be peeking. Right? Right? So I'm not, I'm not really seeking. I haven't positioned myself. See, a lot of folks are that way. Well, you know, I'm seeking God for answer and clarity and direction, and, and I, just, I just don't understand. Wait, okay, uh, what have you done? What do you mean? I've asked God, I've looked at Him, and I said, God, um, you know, show me something. Well, what do you want me to show you? Well, something. <laughs> what do you want God to do? Well, you know, anything. Okay, God, kill him. No. no. <laughs> Is that what you want God to do? Well, no. Well, what do you want God to do? What are you, what are you looking for? What is it you want? And what have you done to position yourself to find that? Are you in the Word? Are you, are, are you in a place of, uh, you know, in, of intimacy with God? When, you know, are you, have you positioned yourself, amen, that if God would begin to uh, you know, say something, could he, could he position you in a way where you could see it? The first day, the first time that I experienced true presence, without the help of any, anything else. I remember it. I'm talking to the Lord about it. I mean, I've been in services where, man, you knew it. The presence of God had filled the house, man. But now I'm talking about just intimacy, me and the Lord, and having presence. And so I'm talking to Him about presence. And I, and I, I, I position myself to just let God show me something. I mean, I'm like, I'm like, And all of a sudden, he showed me a room. It literally was a hallway. Okay, now you, whatever you, but he showed me a hallway. And all of a sudden, I'm in my, in my uh, you know, inside, I'm seeing this thing. I'm seeing this hallway. And it's just got multiple doors all the way down it. And I'm like, okay, this is different, right? So I knew in my heart, because, listen, I'm positioning myself, I'm aligning myself 
Amen. All of a sudden, he starts taking me. And I knew in my heart I had to go down the hallway. I knew it. I could have said, oh, that's weird, and shut her down and be done. A lot of people, that's where they're at. They don't align themselves. God wants to begin to do something, show them something. They'll say, whoa, 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 that's weird. Oh, no, 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 can't do that. Oh, now they want us to jump, shout, and turn about, yeah, whatever. Good grief. I can get it without doing that. Have you got it? Well, no, but hey, align yourself, will you? Right? So I knew in my heart I had to go down that hallway, and I knew on the end of the hallway something was going to happen. I went down the hallway in my inner man, I saw myself go down the hallway, and I knew in my heart I had to turn to the right and open that door. And when I did, I stepped into the presence of God. Whew. I mean, I had me a time. I was all by myself. I didn't have to have worship team. I didn't have to have everybody else praying in the Holy Ghost. I was all by myself, me and the Lord, and I stepped into the presence of God. So the next time I went to prayer, I went and found the hallway. I knew which door. I went all the way down, went through the door. Pow! Presence. Third time, hey, go to the hallway. Went to the hallway, went down the hallway, turned. Hallelujah, I'm in presence. I found how to get there. Well, now I don't have to go down the hallway. Are you hearing me? But what was I doing? Aligning myself. Whatever. So he begins to show me something. Well, I don't feel like you have to have to do that to get the present. It's just kind of weird. Whatever. Go without it then. I'm not saying you have to have a hallway. God might say, go to the barn. No, no, what, what? Barn, what'd I say? Where is your mind today? Oh, my goodness. Well, what if he said go to the bar? No, 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 no. He doesn't. Go to the barn. Thank you. The man cave. The shed. Whatever. Go sit in your truck. Whatever. Whatever he tells you. I mean, what you're doing is you're aligning yourself. I'm willing to do whatever by because everyone who seeks finds. So if it means I have to align myself to find, so be it. And I have found the chances are he ain't going to do the hallway with you because he did that with me. But he might do something for you or show you something entirely different. Right? The point is, everyone who seeks finds. So maybe if we're not finding, maybe we're really not seeking. Maybe we really haven't positioned ourselves. Maybe we're not yielded. Amen. Maybe we're not aligning ourselves. Maybe we're, again, not seeking, but just kind of nonchalantly looking over things. Thinking God's just going to invade my life someday. 
I've never figured that out yet. Did God, in, you know, did God make you get saved? You had to submit yourself to that. God's never going to, God's never going to force himself on anything. It's going to be a people who open themselves up and say, Lord, I'm submitted to you. I'm yielded to you. Do with me, lead me, guide me, direct me, show me. You know, and that's when, when all of a sudden, so what you've done, you're giving God place now to do something because you're yielded to it. You start seeking God about things about your household, your family, your, your marriage. Are you really seeking with intent to find? Because it could be I'm not. Because if I go in seek mode, he might talk to me about something. And I know as soon as I go get, get along with him, he's going to talk to me about that thing. And I, quite frankly, don't want to talk about it. So I'm seeking God. No, you're not. You're deceived. You think you're seeking when all along you're trying to hide a little bit because, you know, in a sense, you're kind of just staying just far enough out of reach so he won't talk to me about the thing I don't want him to talk to me about. So you're not in seek mode. He may not even talk to you about it yet. But the point is, is that you've, see, you haven't aligned yourself. So it's just like I'm just kind of surface looking. Everyone who asks, everyone who seeks, everyone who knocks, Doors open. All right. I guess I didn't go to any of those verses, did I? Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things are added to you. What things? All the things the Gentiles seek. Well, what's the what's the requirement? Seek Him first. Align yourself, and when you do, all that other stuff happens. Listen, you don't have to pray out, pray for all the other stuff. Just seek God and all the other stuff chases you. But you have to align yourself. Okay, anyway. Amen. Seek those things which are above, right? Word says he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him, right? So you align yourself, all of a sudden things begin to happen. All right, let's look at this word knock. I think we're kind of running out of time here. The word knock. All right. Crowl. Uh, it's C-R-O-U-O, -O, okay, whatever. So it just means uh, to rap, not, not like. <laughs> oh, all right, hallelujah. But to knock, right, to rap. But it, now get this, it means with a heavy blow. Now, some of your translations use, uh, says uh, reverently, knock reverently. Okay, but when you look it up, it's knock with a heavy blow. Okay, so in other words, it's you, you're doing this, you have intention. Come on, somebody. Now listen, it means calling attention to something. 
taking initiative for admittance is one of, the, one of what the lexicon brings out, okay? So to knock means you're knocking with intent for that thing to open up. Now listen, listen, with this knock word too, it isn't just for it to open, but willingness to, when that thing opens, I'm going through it. Okay, now you with me? Now, because it could be that if we're not, if things ain't opening up to us, maybe we're really not knocking. Could be. So, uh, taking initiative. Part of it is, is calling attention and everything. Where, where you're, you're taking initiative. You got, you're taking initiative for admittance or for access, okay? Now, according to the book, uh, Ephesians 3 and 12 says that in Him, uh, we have boldness and access with confidence through faith, okay? So, in Him, we have access, but also it's with confidence, again. And according to the book, you come boldly to the throne of grace, uh, you have boldness to enter the holies uh, by the blood of the Lamb. I mean, there's, so confidence has obviously got to be a key here. But it says this in the uh, Matthew 7, 8 in the Passion Translation. It says, everyone who knocks persistently will one day find an open door. Everybody say persistently. That's a good, that's a key word. Now everybody say an open door. Now my translation doesn't use the word door. But the implication is some kind of a doorway or portal or something being opened up, okay? Now, um, so I felt in my heart what I was supposed to do here. I went to 1 Corinthians 16 and verse 9, and I want to kind of explain through this then about what it means to knock with the intent of it to open, okay? Now, um, put the, uh, let's see here. Uh, yeah, there it is, the New King James. This is what Paul said. He said, For a great and effective door has opened to me, and there are many adversaries. In other words, that even though things are opening, there's still opposition. I mean, know that. Okay, now obviously there was opposition prior, but now things are starting to open. Now, um, let's see here. Let's, uh, the New Living Translation of this verse, uh, verse 9 of chapter 16, says a wide door. Did, you, did I give you that one, Kathy? You did, right. And there's a wide, oh, there it says a wide open door for a great work here, although many oppose me. That's, that's the new living. The Amplified, put that one up if you got it. For a wide door of opportunity. So now he's starting to call it a door of opportunity. For effectual service has opened to me, therefore a great and promising one, and there are many adversaries. Okay, in other words, there's opposition. Now, um, put the message back up, Kathy. Go ahead and do that now. Thank you. A huge door of opportunity for good work has opened up. Now, he, here he's talking about, you know, the whole thing, this text here. He's talking about an open door for ministry. Am I right? In, in this, in, in 1 Corinthians here. All right, now, it might, it could be, uh, something else you need to have open to you. But here he's talking about a door of opportunity. Uh, tell you what, Kathy, let's do, um, put the one, is it, is it 2 Corinthians? Is that, which, which verses did I get? I think 2 Corinthians 2. Let's read them and then I'll, then I'll explain this. Verse 12 of uh, 2 Corinthians 2. It says, furthermore, when I, I came to Troas, okay, to preach Christ's gospel and adore was open to me by the Lord. 
All right, so a door, right? Now, um, put uh, Colossians reference. There we go. But now he says this, Meanwhile, praying also for us that God would open to us a door for the Word to speak the mystery of Christ uh, for which I am also in chains. Now, the point I'm reading all this is because we're seeing here a man talking about doorways, things opening up, okay? Here he's talking about, you know, through prayer, Amen. We're praying. In fact, he, uh, even the verse prior, he's talking about being vigilant in our prayer time. We're praying for a door to open. The Corinthians, he was talking about a door that had opened. He's talking about there's opposition. Okay, now we're taking all that to say this. It doesn't matter what doorway you're trying to get open. There's going to be opposition. There's going to be pressure. Are you willing to pray and align yourself for that doorway to open? Are you knocking? Are you really knocking? Or are you just wishing? Because everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, finds. Everyone who knocks, the doors open. Things open. All right? In this case, we're talking about maybe doors of opportunity. Could be other things, but we're, you know, whatever it may be. Now, the idea is that the, for that doorway to open, so I am knocking with the intent that it will open. So obviously, confidence has got to be there. Because if you're wavering about it, you're not going to see it happen. So there's got to be confident. So whatever it is you're believing for to open for you, if it's opportunities, if it's something you're praying about that you need to have manifested or something to, maybe it could be financial, it could be health things, it could be whatever. We could have you know, all kinds of different things that we're believing for it to open for us. Amen. Could be something right now is shut down and you need it to, you need that floodgate, so to speak, to be kicked open, amen, for this thing to work again or this thing to happen again or whatever it is, okay? What is it? Well, whatever it is, we knock, amen, with the intent that it will open. And when it opens, I'm going through it. One of the reasons that it worked for Paul is because he wasn't not only had intent that it was going to open, he was willing to go through the door when the door opened. I mean, it kind of comes back to this thing of, uh, you know, well, you know, he's leading me to do this, and I don't want to do that. That's not what I was praying for. Well, no, you were praying for this to open, but he's trying to walk you through things. Come on, somebody. You know, uh, I was praying for presence. What are you showing me a hallway for? <laughs> Weird. What's a hallway have to do with presence? <laughs> I didn't ask for a hallway. I asked for presence. You got to go down the hallway. Got to be okay with that. I'm knocking. I'm rapping. I'm, 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 
beating on that thing, amen, with some determination, with some confidence that this thing's going to open. And as he begins to open this thing up, you've got to be willing to walk through them doors. See, it could be you're really not willing. Could be. I'm just saying. Because, you know, because everyone who knocks, see, it opens. Everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, finds. Everyone who knocks, right? It opens. So if it's not, you know, happening, maybe, maybe there's something, maybe I'm not really knocking with the intent of it to open because maybe I'm not really, maybe I'm really not all that ready to do or be or follow or whatever. Could be. Could be. See, the point with this whole message today is the fact that it really comes back on you and me. Cause and effect. And it could be that if we're not really receiving, we're really not asking. Actually, I'm going to say it this way. If we're not receiving, you're not asking. See, it could be you're not really asking with intent to receive, see? Or seeking with the intent to find or knocking with the intent for it to open. Okay, here's some. Okay, here's a verse. Uh, I don't know if I gave you this one, Kathy, but is it Matthew 16? It's talking about uh, the keys of the kingdom. I want to say like verse 19 or something. Is it uh, Matthew, is that it? Verse 16, verse 19 of chapter 16. That's it. Jesus, remember talking about the gates of hell not prevailing, right? Come on. Remember Peter got the pat on the back because he said the right thing. He said, now the gates of hell will not prevail against that, right? And he says, but I will give you keys. Everybody say keys. I always thought janitors were cool when I was growing up. School janitors are like, man, they're like, they're it, man, because they got these water keys. Or ching, ching, as they're walking down the hall. Ching, ching, ching. They even, a lot of them even had this. Right? Remember that? I got to get me one of those. Right? You just, just go. Guy's got all the keys. He's king. You can get anywhere. With those keys. If I had me some keys, I could get into anything. So God says, I give you keys. Oh, I don't want keys. It might require me to do something with them. <laughs> well, it will, don't it? He said, I'll give you keys of the kingdom, but whatever you Bind on her. Well, heck, now you're asking me to do something. Good night. Just open the doggone door. Jeez. I gave you keys. Use them. Bind. Loose. Take authority. Do what you have to do. Because it could be you got a little devil sitting in front of that door going, you can't get in. I'm not letting you in. You say, Lord, I don't understand why the door won't open. 
Use your keys. But that's just way too much to ask. No, it ain't. Use a key. Bind that sucker. I bind you, you foul devil. Get away from my door. Move it. All of a sudden, Oh, a door opened. It could just be that's all it is. But the bottom line is cause and effect. So God leads, God directs, God shows you. And if you're really knocking with the intent for this to open, then you're going to be sensitive enough to say, all right, Lord, what do I need to do here? What do I need to ha- What needs to happen? What's in the way? Because it could be something's in the way. It could be it could be something you're doing that's messing up the process. Oh, it could be I know none of you, but sometimes it's our pie hole. This opening 1 inch below the nose. Maybe an inch and a quarter. Point is, sometimes you're knocking, wanting something to open. The Spirit of God goes, every time I go to do that, you go and say something opposite. You talk about how it never opens. And I'm telling you, it's opening. And you're saying, it never opens for me. These things never open for me. These things never happen for me. And the Spirit of God says, why don't you shut your mouth and use your keys I'm just saying, it could be, see, it could be all kinds of things. But maybe if we're actually doing, if we're asking, seeking, and knocking with intent to actually receive, to find, and for it to open, then we're going to have to be yielded enough that when he begins to talk to us about these things, that you're willing to say, I'm on it. Yes, sir. Amen, I can do that. And I have found it's usually simple things. Sometimes, it, like I said, it could be just something as simple as your words. Sometimes it's an attitude. Sometimes you have, uh, you know, everything around you, you know, that says win, but your attitude says lose. So sometimes it could be that. The point I'm trying to make is this. It still comes down cause and effect. But if you will seek, you will find. Or probably if you will ask, you will receive. If you will seek, you'll find. And if you knock, you will, it will open to you. So if those things ain't happening, then we have to kind of step back a little bit, take a look at it, cause and effect. Am I asking? Am I seeking? And am I knocking? And if I'm not, just make an adjustment. Again, no condemnation. You know, I'd rather find out right now that for the last two years, I've been doing it wrong than for it to go on another year. I'm not going to sit here and go, I wasted two years of my life. Well, you're going to waste another one to keep that up. So just say, you know what? Father, forgive me for that mess. Done with that. Off with the old. On with the new. Hallelujah. Right? And move forward. And just... 
just by doing that might shift everything. Next thing you know, everything begins to manifest. Well, that's probably all I have for you today. So hopefully it helped you today. Praise the Lord. Did you get something today? Give the Lord praise. Amen. Hallelujah. Why don't you all stand up? Praise the Lord. Appreciate you giving me, uh, letting me kind of get through that today. Praise the Lord. So um, let's see. How could I say this? I could say it this way. I could say um, um, if we ask... If we ask in a way that the average believer never asks, we're probably going to receive something that the normal average believer never receives. If we seek in a way that the average normal Christian never, you know, seeks, we might receive or find something that the average normal Christian may never find. If we knock in a way that the average normal Christian never knocks, we're probably going to have stuff open to us that the normal average Christian never has open to. I ain't talking about the world, I'm talking about the church. Okay? So it could just be that, you know, we've been kind of stuck in that place. And, and the reason I kind of feel in my heart about diving into this and kind of dissecting it and all that kind of stuff, because I feel like a lot of times we just kind of nonchalantly read through stuff like that, and then we just assume things. In the meantime, it's not manifesting because we're just assuming. Well, let's stop assuming. Let's start receiving. Let's start, amen, let's start finding and let's start... Amen. Seeing things open up, praise God, that need to open up. That's all. It's available. Look at your neighbor and say, I think I'll take some of that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Well, Father, I give you praise and glory for it. We thank you for these principles. I thank you that in the house, praise God, those also listening and watching by internet, Lord, that there are people who know how to ask, know how to seek, and they know how to knock, praise God. And Father, I give you praise for the results, for the promises manifesting on their behalf, for your, uh, Lord, for you showing yourself strong on their behalf. We give you the praise and the glory for every bit of it manifesting. Hallelujah. Forgive us for the times that we've kind of messed it up. But Lord, we know you're just and you're faithful to forgive us. We receive it. We thank you for it. We move forward. We choose life. Praise God. And I give you praise again for the privilege of being able to ask, seek, and knock. For that, we give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Give the Lord a praise, somebody. Praise the Lord. Thank you for joining us for this message. We'd like to take this opportunity to encourage those listening from anywhere in Central Oregon to join us Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. for our regular services. We understand that many do not have a home church, and we can't emphasize enough the importance of connecting with a church family. We'd be honored to meet you and spend time with you, praising God.